Now, before we go on to cholesterol, I would like to do this little clot review. So this is what we did last year, but just a quick little review. Clots are made up of platelets that aggregate together. Okay, clot review. Clots are made out of platelets. The platelets aggregate, which means stick together, and they become sticky as they degranulate. Degranulation of platelets also causes other nearby platelets to become sticky and stick together. At the same time, the degranulation will also cause activation of these GP2B3A receptors. The chemicals that are involved in this process are prostaglandins, which are produced by what chemical? Cyclooxygenase. Cox. Cox. So we can inhibit prostaglandins with what? Cox inhibitor. What one in particular? Aspirin. Thromboxanes. We don't have anything that directly affects thromboxanes. And then ADP is also involved. And what drug would inhibit ADP? Starts with a P. Ends with an X. Plavix or clopidogrel. So the three drug classes that we have that interrupt platelet function, aspirin interrupts prostaglandins, Plavix interrupts ADP, and then integralin and Reapro interrupt the GP2B3A receptor. Now, this is the beginning of the clot, and then it's going to be stabilized by fibrinogen. So in order to make fibrinogen active, we have to have, well, and fibrinogen is going to bind to the GP2B3A receptor. I have a picture in a second. Um, the chemicals that are involved, we start with the clotting cascade. The clotting cascade will activate thrombin, thrombin will activate fibrinogen. So what are the drugs that we use to inhibit the clotting cascade? Heparin, low, weight, low molecular weight heparin, like Lovenox, and warfarin, or Coumadin, if you want to say that instead. Here's our little picture. Here we have little platelets running around, and here we have little fibrinogens running around. And what they do is they tie, one, they tie themselves to each other, the platelets tie themselves to each other, with the fibrinogen attached to the GP2B3A receptor. Got it? I think just they need to call it something else. They need to call it fibrinogen binding receptor. That would be a lot easier for us to remember. Of course, then we'd have to call it the FB, FBR. That's not bad. <laughs> okay, here's the clotting cascade. These ones in yellow are inhibited by heparin and low, uh, well, by heparin. And uh, these ones in green are inhibited by Coumadin. So here we have some drug names in case you've forgotten. There's one here right here, Fondaparinux. Fondaparinux is very similar to low-weight molecular heparins, only it's more specific for thrombin. Um, you might give this at the VA if you go there. Just know that basically everything that applies to low-weight molecular heparins applies to Fondaparinux, and you'll be fine. As far as monitoring labs, if you give heparin, you need to monitor PTT. If you give warfarin, you need to measure INR. 
And just in case you're wondering, PT is measured in seconds, but ignore it because it's worthless, useless, and stupid. What you care about is the INR. Okay, so INR is a ratio. One to one equals one, which equals normal. INR of two to three is considered therapeutic. An INR of four or higher is considered toxic. And there's one exception, and that is a patient who has mechanical heart valve. And for them, you want it to be between 3.5 to 4.5. Got it? 